0: Hello. Um, I'll apologize in advance. There is very little empirical content (laughs) in this paper as opposed to um, the lovely papers we just heard, and there's also no no visual content. Um, So I uh, will be speaking today on Potoczka's notion of an asubjective phenomenology. The return to the object or thing in contemporary continental philosophy is in part a reaction to the past sins of what Husserl calls Cartesian philosophy, a philosophy in which truth hinges on subjective consciousness, and in which the res cogitans and the res extensa are thought as radically separate. The environmentally disastrous consequences of such a position are hard to deny, and are diagnosed by Husserl himself in the crisis in European sciences. Yet today, phenomenology is often lumped together with this tradition, um, in part because of Husserl's own emphasis on consciousness, and so is implicated in these consequences. Um, Czech phenomenologist Jan Patochka one of Husserl's last students, also a student of Heidegger, uh, was thinking through this problem of subjectivism even while he was studying um, with Husserl. And um, in 1971 wrote the essay Husserl's Subjectivism and the Call for an Asubjective Phenomenology, an Asubjective Philosophy. Um, in which he argues that phenomena are not the mere correlate of subjective processes, nor the accomplishment of subjective constitution. Rather, there's a more primary world horizon that allows things to appear. As for the eye, it does not ground phenomena, it does not ground the appearance of things, but only only comes to be through phenomena. But Dautryka is becoming um, popular again among political philosophers um, for The interesting intersection is work between history and possibility. And I read as asubjectivism as a particularly promising version of phenomenology for the current um, ecological crisis. The first qualification for this is that um, his notion of asubjective phenomenology is not worked out in a systematic way. It's something he turned to toward the end of his life. Um, He died in 19... 77, um, after being uh, intensely interrogated by the, the Czech, Czechoslovakian secret police um, for his role in the drafting and signing of Charter 77, the human rights charter. Um, so this idea uh, is explicitly developed toward the end of his life, though it does develop out of themes that he'd written about over many years. Um, He lays the groundwork for such a conception directly in the 1971 text I mentioned, which takes the form of a critique of Husserl's conception of lived experience and offers a brief history of philosophy through the lens of the problem of appearing. Um, There are a couple of other relevant texts um, in which he develops his ontology of being as possibility, uh, which is something I'll talk about as well, and his revisions of Husserl and Heidegger in more detail. So if you're interested, I can give you the names of those later. Um, there's also a, a fantastic uh, volume uh, from 2015 on the subject with two previously um, untranslated works by, untranslated into English works by Potocka on this theme, including that essay. So what I want to look at is in what sense um, this philosophy is asubjective. What does that mean? Um, how is it different from Husserl and Heidegger? And what do we gain from thinking about world and self as Patochka does? So the first question is what "a subjective" means here. Um, so to be absolutely clear, Patochka is not eliminating the self as a, or the subject as the site of, uh, of appearances, that to whom and even for whom things appear. This connection between our being and being with a capital B remains important to his philosophy. His account is rather asubjective in two senses. First, he does not attempt to ground phenomena in a self-evident eye that is given imminently in consciousness. Second, he sees the proper focus of phenomenology as what he calls the phenomenal field, a space of emergence or appearing as such which is neither subjective nor objective. Understood properly through an investigation of this field, the eye is not a thing or a presence at all. Neither is it a passive, disinterested observer. The eye is instead a nexus of possibilities presented by phenomena. The lived eye is a response to and a realizing of the world's possibilities through bodily action. Um, So as such, Husserl's account of of the self givenness or self-presence of the subject, uh, Patochka finds untenable. We can know, apodictically, that we exist, um, but not what we are, or how we're related to things, to the world, more primarily. So Patochka describes the essential nature of the subject as that which can accept other forms into itself, using Aristotelian language, um, or, at that which has the capacity to allow things to appear. It is what Husserl calls a dative of manifestation. However, contra-Husserl, the essence of this subject is not available to the imminence of consciousness, not available to the reduction as Husserl describes it. The I is not given in this sense, not originally um, available, to use Husserl's language, either through lived experience, for which it could not possibly become a theme, nor through the secondary reflection on lived experience that's carried out in the Epoche. That's because the basis of appearing can't become an object for possible inner perception. So it's the same problem, um, eventually, you get to kind of the same problem that you encounter in and idealism. Instead, Potashka argues that we become aware of the essence of subjectivity and its relationship to things only before us, in front of us, through phenomena themselves more precisely through the activity of appearing as separate from that which appears. Vitoshka makes the claim that appearing, the coming to presence of what is absent, um, well he's also interested in the you know the, the passing out of being, um, is actually the proper terrain of phenomenology. His reading of the history of philosophy, shows that he thinks this aim tends to be usurped by questions about being conceived as presence. Like Kierkegaardy notes an insufficient understanding of possibility, and this extends to his mentor, Husserl. We can understand what he means by looking at his remarks on the cogito and its role in Husserl's thought. Descartes, of course, features prominently in Husserl's philosophy, um, both as an object of critique and of admiration. Uh, admiration because of uh, Descartes' attempt to ground objectivity in the subjective. Husserl's essential move is to map the self-certainty of the Cartesian ego onto what he calls lived experience, and to have the givenness of the eye serve as a ground for the givenness of things and appearance. Um, In Ivan Tchivacic's reading of Patachka on this point, Quote, the self-certainty of my lived experience, the cogito ergo sum, the certainty of the fact that I experience, and therefore am, is taken in Husserl as the certainty of an immediate access to what I am, qua experiencing. Indeed, the whole point of the givenness of the subject in Husserl is to guarantee the success of a phenomenological approach. It is what allows for the epoche in which the truth of appearances are discovered. Uh, For Potoczka, though, the cogito offers only a certainty of being, of existence, without any content. With, he says, the exception of one thing. It is that for which what appears, appears. Appearing, the phenomenal field, is also its appearing, he says. Note that the certainty of one's existence tells us nothing about the nature of appearing. Neither how things appear to us nor how the eye shows up before us in things. In Husserl's account, um, according to Patochka, the experiencing ego is understood as a thing, as a res cogitans, which unlike a res extensa, can be adequately viewed in pure evidence. The trouble with this account is twofold. First, the experiencing ego is transformed ultimately into something it is not, a thing among things, although a thing of a different kind. What is meant to form the basis for the appearing of things cannot itself be a thing, since it must allow for things to present themselves, to emerge from possibility. Second, Potocka thinks that Husserl uh, is attempting to smuggle more into the cogito than he can justify, although he agrees that the existence of an experiencer is presupposed in experience, so he's m- maintaining that sense of subjective the nature of experiencing, its reciprocal structure, its how, is not likewise given and cannot be. In other words, says potocka a reflection on lived experience does not give us access to our actual experiencing. Um, so when potocka says that appearing the phenomenal field is its appearing, i.e. the appearing of the subject, he means that while the subject is that for whom things appear, it is also the case that the subject only knows itself, and indeed only is, in a certain sense, um, only emerges through appearances. Those appearances have a structure of their own, which in turn structure the subject. For Patochka transcendence is in the very nature of subjectivity, and so a model of the self-evidence of subjectivity in the immanence of consciousness is for him incoherent. On an ontological level, the openness of my being, my capacity to let things appear, um, can't become an object of thought, because it's not a thing or an ideality, but a kind of possibility um, given to me by being. Uh, I don't know. So, in his detailed critique of Husserl, Patochka shows that the step from the, the sum, the, uh, the I am, to appearing things, um, from subjective certainty to objective phenomena, cannot itself be phenomenally demonstrated. One can't bring it before oneself in the manner of a phenomenon. On the contrary, what is phenomenally present would be the opposite. Namely, Potoczka says the important fact that not we, but phenomenal being itself indicates for us what possibilities there are for our own being. On the basis of this, the sum is not a thing. It only appears in a nexus of what he calls object-related actions. It appears as an embodied eye, always, whose impulses the appearing body is able to obey. Um, so, Patashka envisions the eye as this purposive um, nexus, and his description of this makes clear why it can't be given in the way that, um, that Husserl describes. Um, it can appear as givenness, but rather uh, appears in the constant dynamic of pre-delineation and fulfillment that follow on the heels of each other. So it can be said that I am present in this nexus, in its active functioning. This is a long, longish quote by Patochka. Um, although I am not given like an object, the eye is a structured activity, some moments of which appear as given, which would make no sense and could not exist without a non-given nexus. The whole manner in which the eye functions, how it exists, is therefore fundam- fundamentally different from the things states of affairs, processes, and relations that appear in this functioning. This difference in their mode of being makes it possible for an eye to appear in an act of perception. It makes it, sorry, impossible for an eye to appear in an act of perception. Since, and this is the crucial bit, that would entail abstracting the eye from the nexus of projecting and appearing and make it into something that appears in this nexus, something that's, um, something that's present. Uh, Hence, it can't be captured in an act of reflection, such as, perhaps, an internal perception, or be grasped bodily, Potoczka says. Uh, He finishes, reflection on the eye must have an entirely different, essentially practical character. Um, So what he's getting at here, um, which becomes clear um, in his other writings, is that uh, freedom, rather than consciousness, uh, becomes the basis for reflection on the eye. So what at first glance seems like quite a technical critique of Cartesianism and the uh, Husserlian epoché, turns out to have a lot riding on it. So at issue is whether phenomena are in the end the correlate of subjective processes or whether the act of appearing is more primary than these processes, even if the subject is still in a very real sense, a site of manifestations or that to whom things appear. If Patochka is correct that subjective processes are themselves structured and made possible by a prior structure of appearances, then the subject is not a passive witness. It is actively involved in the structures of appearing, in the possibilities that are offered by phenomena. What are these possibilities? What is it that appears before me? Um, For for Patochka, it's not only things um, that appear before us, but also characteristics of givenness, such as hiddenness or revelation, ambiguity or distinctness, which, while not themselves things, allow for things to emerge. But makes the argument that thetic or positing characteristics, such as emptiness and fulfillment of meaning, also appear before me, just as phenomena do. Um, He clarifies that he does not attribute these characteristics to the thing itself, as a component part of what appears, but that these um, characteristics necessarily accompany a thing's appearing; they can't be—they're not merely subjective, but are part of the phenomenal field. They fulfill the function of "quote keeping things in view," the thing in view, one thing in view, um, letting it draw near um, or go away, letting it be present in clarity or in concealment. In other words, these characteristics allow for. Um, a thing to be seen as the same under different aspects or modes. And that is not merely, he says, a subjective achievement, um, but the mode of being of uh, things, the mode of being of phenomena. He grants that the nature of the phenomenal field, the description of the emergence of things, is the task lying before phenomenology, so much more has to be developed. But what's clear is that lived experience, as Husserl imagines it, um, can't serve as the origin or the appearing of what is transcendent, can't transcend into, into, um, into objects or into world. Okay, so um, given that appearing or how the possible is made present is Ptachka's main focus. He dedicates himself to developing an ontology of the world not as a collection of beings or things present at hand, but as a horizon of possibility, an unfolding event Within which such beings can emerge. For Patochka, Husserl himself demonstrates that a theory of appearing is not possible without an ontology of some kind, and further that, quote, a theory of appearing as such is only possible by making the world a priori, which originally functions anonymously, into a phenomenon, end quote. That is, the question about appearing as such is linked to being or world conceived as an operatory horizon of possibility. And this must become thematic in order to avoid what Husserl and Heidegger feared, a total reification of existence, a world of generic contents. Um, Potoshka's most straightforward remarks about the phenomenal field reveal the necessity to think beyond the thing or beyond presences. Uh, he says, there is a phenomenal field, a being of phenomena as such, which cannot be traced back to anything existent which appears in it. This field can never be explained on the basis of anything existent, be it objective in the manner of a natural thing, nor subjective in the manner of the eye." So this isn't a self-contained being because its whole essence consists in manifesting and disclosing and presenting other beings. So the best description of the world is as a field of possibilities from which my own possibilities are taken. Um, he writes, the world is primordially the field of possibilities not as represented, that's important, but insofar as they rule by giving them sense, our actual experiences and dealings with things and people. In other words, appearing things have something to say to me. They tell me what to do. What is present in them, what they present, is surrounded by an aura of what is not present but possible. Impossible is attracting, neutral, or repelling. All of this is given in advance, right? Um, So uh, perhaps it's clear how Husserl's account is an advance on or Patocka's account is an advance on Husserl's, since it seems more in line with Husserl's own aims in formulating lived experience as a way to correlate appearing with what appears. But unlike Husserl's account, it doesn't require unintelligible claims about self-givenness. What's less clear is whether and how Potoczka's account is an advance on his other teacher, Heidegger. There's clearly a lot of overlap between the two, Um, the self entangled in the world, the subject is that for whom the world manifests, Um, seeing human being is essentially interested in being itself, Um, and in both Potoczka and Heidegger this interest in being singles out subjects in their uniqueness from things. Patochka, however, still tries to find still finds a trace of subjectivism and idealism in Heidegger, that his own approach tries to root out. For Heidegger, he says, being is disclosed through my projects, through the possibilities given to me by my own freedom. And quote, given that the possibilities are subjectively projected, Heidegger stays in an indeterminate idealism. Things are known, it is true, but only in relation to the possibilities of my project. Um, I'll be curious to hear from Heidegger people in the room, what you think of that. Uh, So, to quickly wrap up here, we can see Patochka's subjectivism as an attempt to open up the problem of appearing as such and to point to it as a proper field um, of phenomenology. Um, His ontology of being uh, as possibility helps to rethink the ontology of the subject and provides a fertile ground for um, almost ethical and political thought. Since what is never circumstri- circumscribes what could be, either for the self or for collective forms of organization, which um, is maybe the main fo- focus of his work. So for him, world and self are never finished. Thank you. Mm-hmm.